United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. As we know, President Trump will be making his way overseas. In addition to that, he is going to be having a meeting with Vladimir Putin. We wanted to get some perspective on that as the president has an upcoming NATO meeting. Joining us is William B. Taylor, U.S. Institute of Peace Executive Vice President, former U.S. Ambassador to the Ukraine, and tweeting at USIP. Bill Taylor, welcome back. Thank you for being here today. Thank you, Tim. It's good to be here. Let's talk about NATO. The president has been speaking very uh, openly lately about saying that the United States is paying an unfair amount uh, of more than its share of supporting NATO and other countries are not. This seems to be a sticking point that has been around forever. I'm wondering, is that something that we expect any kind of resolution to soon? Turns out, Tim, that uh, there's been some there's been progress uh, on that front, uh, and you're exactly right. It's been around for a long time. Uh, every administration has urged its uh, our uh, European allies, NATO allies, to increase uh, defense spending. Burden sharing has been the has been the theme for for a long time, and it turns out that over the past couple of years. Um, there has there's been progress. Um, the the uh, trend of defense spending on the part of our allies um, has gone up. Um, it's not at the two percent level that is the target, um, but people and nations in our in our allied countries are focusing on that target, and and they're moving in that direction. Everybody would like it to be faster, but uh, the, the trend is clearly right, and we ought to take advantage of that. We ought to highlight that. So your sense is that there is actually a, uh, a reason to expect something good could come out of this NATO meeting? There is the potential. There's the potential. NATO has actually done some good things over the last two or three years, um, which this administration uh, can, can claim some credit for. Um, uh, NATO has been increasing its capabilities in, in Europe. It had been decreasing its capabilities for a long time, as, we, as, 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 was, as was rational, as was made sense, as made sense over, over the time when, when we thought um, that, uh, that NATO and Russia and Europe uh, were going to be calmer. Well, it turns out that, uh, that Russia had different ideas. They invaded their neighbor. Since then, NATO has taken some serious steps to improve its capabilities, uh, and not just increasing its defense spending, but also actually improving its capabilities on the ground. Let's talk a little bit about Turkey and that relationship, because Turkey, it seems, has been making more and more outreach toward Russia and, you know, the the whole beginning of NATO was a protection against an encroaching and imp- increasingly imperial Soviet Union. I wonder, what does this mean for Turkey's membership in, in NATO? Turkey has a troubled relationship uh, uh, with, with the alliance and with uh, some of the allies. Um, the alliance is more than um, a defense alliance. It's also an alliance that, uh, that uh, espouses values. Um, of democratic forms of government um, and and respect for the its own people as well as the people of its neighbors. So uh, uh, as Turkey has become increasingly authoritarian, um, I think it's fair to say uh, it's been it's been cool toward its allies, its neighbors, and its and uh, its neighbors have been cool toward it. So its progress toward the European Union, um, its relations with the United States, it is, as you say, apparently purchasing weapons uh, from from Russia, which causes NATO uh, some, some difficulties, uh, just 
practical difficulty. So I think the, the tensions with Turkey are going to increase. Once again, former Ambassador William B. Taylor with us from the U.S. Institute of Peace. He's the executive vice president. It was not long ago, about a week ago, where the United States National Security Advisor John Bolton met with officials and announced that there would be a summit between President uh, Donald Trump and President Vladimir Putin. It's important for the leaders of these two countries to meet. Uh, There are a wide range of issues, despite the differences between us, where uh, both President Trump and President Putin think they may be able to find constructive solutions. Uh, I'd like to hear someone say that's a bad idea. Well, Bill Taylor, what's on the table for a conversation between these two leaders? Well, a couple of things, um, and there are issues that uh, that uh, should be addressed. Uh, one, of course, is the Russian meddling um, in U.S. elections, uh, both past and future. Um, that ought to be high. I'm sure it will be high on the agenda. Um, the other, of course, is uh, where does Russia see itself um, in Europe? Um, is it uh, an aggressor? Uh, um, is, it, uh, is, it, is it willing to recognize uh, that its invasion of its neighbor, Ukraine, violates every agreement and every treaty and every understanding that every commitment um, that the Soviet Union and Russia um, have made. And so if, if those issues, that, that is the election meddling, um, the, the Ukrainian aggression, um, the, the Russian aggression against Ukraine, if those are on the table and if, they can be, if there are steps that can be taken to resolve those and, and commitments to resolve those, then that could be a good thing. You know, the, the expression trust but verify, you wonder, can you even get past the trust part with Vladimir Putin? I mean, the, the man clearly has an agenda, it seems, by most analysts that does not match anything other than expanding the Russian influence. Their, their economy is not even in the top 10 in the world, which is kind of interesting because President Trump has said they should be back in the G8. Um, and, and other than the fact that they have nuclear weapons, one wonders exactly what kind of a a stick that Vladimir Putin is is swinging right now. And just give us a sense, can there ever be any kind of uh, an understanding with somebody like Vladimir Putin in charge of Russia? Uh, probably not. Um, I don't trust, but definitely verify. Uh, there are things that we would like for them to do, and if they can do them and verify that they have done them, that is, get out of Ukraine, stop meddling in our elections. Um, arms control. There's a, there's an agenda uh, that is is arising is before us um, on on controlling nuclear weapons and and other kinds of weapons. Um, again, don't trust, but verify agreements. There are things that can be done that can improve our security and our allies' security and indeed the Russian security. Um, but it's not because we trust uh, Vladimir Putin. He's kind of running riding high right now. I mean, the uh, the the uh, World Cup soccer championships are playing well, and I, I wonder though what is the average Russian thinking right now? What is his standing with the people of Russia? Turns out we know something about the answer to that. Over the last week or so, uh, the the, uh, standing of Vladimir Putin in the eyes of ordinary Russians have gone down. It's gone down like 10 or 15, 20 percent in uh, incredible polls, somewhat credible polls. I mean, if you're uh, which is, makes it even more amazing. Um, if, you're a, if you're a normal Russian out in the middle of Russia and you get a phone call saying, do you support Vladimir Putin, um, you, you'd be inclined to say yes. However, uh, those polls have dropped, have dropped by, as I say, 10 or 15 percent over the past week uh, because of the state of the economy. The Russian economy is not doing well. The sanctions that the Americans and the Europeans and the whole world has put on 
that have put on uh, uh, the Russian economy because of their invasion of Ukraine um, are really starting to bite. So his, his uh, popularity, his support among Russians is falling. We will see how this all turns out once that meeting takes place. William B. Taylor, former ambassador, thank you once again for joining us on POTUS this morning. Glad to be here, Tim. Thank you. Bill Taylor, U.S. Institute of Peace Executive Vice President, former ambassador to the Ukraine, joining us to talk about the upcoming summit that will be happening. Uh, This is the summit, the NATO summit, as well as the meeting between President Putin and President Trump. The Twitter handle is at USIP. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.